We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Ash Barty has married longtime partner Gary Kissick in a secret setting a world away from the glaring spotlight of the tennis world she once dominated. Three treasured pillars of Barty's world, family, close friend and a very private, private life came together in perfect unison in an intimate ceremony at a mystery venue in Queensland earlier this month, just after Barty returned from watching the British Open golf tournament. Such is the high esteem the couple are held in by their friends and family. The guests respected the couple's wishes to keep the occasion private, with Barty looking stunning in a Susan Howard-designed dress. Guests of the wedding included Aussie tennis great Pat Rafter, Barty's former doubles partner Casey Delacqua, long-time Australian star Alicia Mollick and Barty's former junior coach Jim Choice, credited with teaching Barty several of her crafty weapons, including her world-renowned backhand slice. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Premier Dominic Perrottet is being urged by his own ministers to stand aside. He is under fire trade minister Stuart Ayres for the sake of the government. Some senior liberals believe that Mr Ayres should spare the Premier and should himself take the initiative and stand aside to end the distraction despite denying Labor claims that he misled Parliament. But as has been the theme in his protracted New York Trade Post saga involving the appointment of former Deputy Premier John Barillaro, both the Premier and Deputy Liberal leader are digging in. Whether through poor judgment or bad advice, the lack of swift action at the very start has led to what is now an entrenched scandal that the Coalition will find hard to turn around before March. And as revelations of staff bullying allegations levelled at New South Wales Fair Trading Minister Alini Patinas have shown, every new scandal, misstep and bungle will add to the narrative of a government that has lost its way. Ms Patinos has denied the claims, but they add to a picture of a government in its final death throes. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. One of the state's leading property developers has called on Premier Dominic Perrottet to fix the forgotten suburb of Pitttown, saying the current situation is a disaster. Johnson Property Group developed large parts of Pitttown from 2006, yet only 65% of the 850 lots have been delivered, with a failed land deal leaving a large part of the precinct incomplete. The suburb was supposed to have a boat ramp, public amenities and a meandering river walk that would ensure the riverfront becomes a focal point for new and existing residents. The developer also offered three new sporting fields in marketing material. Yet 16 years on from when the former Labor state government signed a planning agreement with the company, the majority of those facilities have not been delivered. And two maximum security prisoners plaited bedsheets together to form a rope to try to climb over a jail fence in an old-fashioned breakout attempt from a New South Wales prison. 
However, Shortland Correctional Centre prisoners Christopher Blackenvort and Matthew Plogue were foiled in their bid as the pair tried to scale the jail fence in broad daylight. They were spotted and stopped by prison officers before they could make their way over the inner of two jail fences. While a prison source claimed the pair were trying to flee the prison compound, management recorded the July 19 incident as miscellaneous rather than an attempted escape. It is understood management believed the inmates were trying to enter the sterile zone between the internal and external prison fences to collect illegal goods that may have been thrown into the area, although non-contraband has been found. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the US, and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.